0: Welcome to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 111, the punchboarders talk about some recent plays. We talk about a new game coming to Kickstarter. And finally, draft our top games that, oh my god, I hate setting this up or tearing it down. Hey everybody, I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. I'm Richie. And welcome to the morning zoo program. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird comment. Uh, Uh, You you know what? Cut all this. I I totally. You know what?
1: Listen, I totally understand where he's coming from. He has a just like let's say let's say many. automatically and i know this about you minis no matter what the gameplay automatically turn you off a little bit right but i didn't did he re-respond to you he never did okay i just i think it's because because i gave him two options so so a, a little bit of background yeah what are we talking about a little bit of background here we go um on the social medias which uh i'm on from time to time uh one of our our listeners great guy and i i thanked him he uh he gave us some feedback which we appreciate any and all feedback as long as it is Constructive criticism, you know, stuff or, we can.
0: Or says something bad about the Yankees. <laughs> Any of <that> <laughs> Either of <good. or> those. <laughs> yeah.
1: Either of those. Schmuck. Um, <laughs> so he said, hey, I finally listened to you guys. Your morning zoo intro always turned me off, but you guys are better than that. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you know, and I said, hey, so so thanks so much. I really appreciate the compliments. I, I'm glad that you listened, you know, and all these things are good. I agree. Um, uh, you know, with what he's saying, he didn't like the morning zoo stuff. Uh, and I said, does that pertain to, like, our little gonzo opening? Because I feel like people know us that way. Or is it the, the you know, schmuck talk at the beginning, which I said, I get that because all of us complain when we listen to a board game podcast that doesn't talk about board games for 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I said... Which one does it pertain to? I don't think it'll change if it's the intro because that's just a little thing and it's kind of our calling card and hopefully you can fast forward. Uh, but I, I never heard back. Uh, you know what though? Uh, kudos to him if he decided it didn't bother him. Uh, you know that's great. If he decided it did and moved on, that's okay too. You know that's 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 what we we you know we do what we do. But like I said, we like uh, constructive criticism. And he put it, you know, he gave us his positives and what he didn't like. And, you know, he wasn't after that. He didn't say, you guys suck. I hate you, you know. So it's all good. Yeah. I, I, You know what? Probably (laughs) I'm coming at it from a very Zen mindset because I have, you know, just recently been in the mountains for like a good week and I'm just very chill, you know, like I, unfortunately, and you'll see with the exception of a couple games. I didn't play a lot of like heavy stuff. I played a lot of family games because we were there with a couple of families. But uh, hiking in Colorado totally zenned me out, you know? In part of Colorado? It was Estes Park. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah. And we love the hikes and and getting out. And then we play a game or two at night. And uh, honestly, I've never played Telestration's and I had finally played that. That was great. You did played play I'd never played it. Uh, that's yeah. great. That's does good it, fun. it surprise you? I mean, didn't that's a that, you know, that yeah. good <laughs> point. <laughs> you guys, I'm, I'm busy playing 18xx for my gateway well, games. Well, so, have you ever you played know. Solitaire? <laughs> <laughs> Chuckers? I, I played though. It's funny because I played with like a costume designer and a bunch of like her kids are all artists. So it's really funny. Like it would be like Oh, right. Yes. The, the books would move around, you know, and it, for those who don't know, it's just basically telephone with uh, Pictionary. You mix those up and it passes around. Right. And you're trying to see the translation. But anyway, the point is, is that it would go through her family and then get to me. And that's when it all hell broke loose. Like I'd have to draw something and it got. Yeah, it was a mess. Uh, that's good. So I felt bad. But yeah. but yeah, you know, that was nice and relaxing. And was, by the way. Yeah. It was thank over your
0: birthday, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, happy yeah. birthday! To you. Thank
1: you, I appreciate well, that. Why
0: are we doing a birthday game day? Yeah, I need to do that.
1: I, I threw that need... out there. You need to schedule I it. I know, I do yes. I need to schedule it. I mean, boy, well, when are we gonna play 1848 Australia anyway? You know, uh, when is Stevenson's bur- rocket next birthday? <laughs> birthday. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you play next a birthday one. day. Okay. I'm there. All
1: right, and we'll do it. All right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we you know we we traveled on my birthday and and it was it was good fun and I want to say thank you very much for the for the lost cities. Uh, Roll and write uh, suggestion. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Good fun game. It yeah. really is. I played with uh, one of the other family, the nine year old, and she was so funny. She grabbed one of those telestration boards, and I go, What are you writing down? She goes, I want to see if the percentage I beat you by last time is the same as the percentage I beat you by the <laughs> other time. Team. It's like, Okay, you obnoxious twit. Wow. Yeah, it was good. But uh, yeah, it was a nice yeah. vacation. How about Beautiful. you guys? What are you what were you doing on my week off? Did you guys play any good games?
0: Uh, well, I got in a game that I had been wanting to play for a long time because I'd heard about it from a few of the members of the Punch Bunch that this was a really cool game, but it was like impossible to find a copy. Mm. And finally, my friend Brent, he found a Spanish copy. And, you know, it's language independent. So, you know, I just print out the rule book. It was fine. And that is Fresh fish. Oh, I'm Ooh, so jealous. Yeah. yeah you Freedom know, so, and Teresa.
3: Yes, exactly. Um, Wesley so I, always posts about this, right? On, yeah, on Slack? So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was like really hyped to play it. Uh, we had five players, which it, it does play. I don't know if it plays two or if it's just three to five, but obviously this is a game where you want max player counter, at least probably at least four players because you do have some great player interaction. Um, and, I'll tell you, this game, did it didn't disappoint. It was very fun. It was very, um, I don't know if I would call it very mean because I'm used to playing mean games, so it didn't feel like overly mean, but it certainly is a game where you are trying to get basically your uh, your block, which is represented with these different you know symbols or whatever, like an ice cream thing or a lemonade or whatever. I don't know. That doesn't really matter, but you're just trying to get those blocks closest to the main blocks on the board of that type. So on your turn, you have an option to either put out these discs uh, on the board in these different spots, or you can draw a tile. If it's just a, what they call, um, like it was like a dirt tile or something, it would go on to the, you'd have to put it onto one of your discs on the board, which would then mean it, it kind of blocked a road or a path to these other, to these blocks that you're trying to get close to. Uh, But the other ones you would draw were pieces of road that you could then put on top of your discs to try to, you know, get close to these spots. However, whenever you flipped over one of those, that went up for auction and it's a silent auction. You'd have to put the money into your hand and everybody reveals at the same time. So there was a lot of times where somebody would be like, oh God, I really need this. I really need this. And then they would might bid like six or $7 or whatever. And like the next highest bid was like two, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, you, you know, that feeling type of thing. And And I think you started off with, I don't know, $20, 25. I can't remember exactly. And that's it. You get, there's no other way to make money. That's what you get to bid with for the whole entire game.
1: So that was blind bidding then that you were doing blind bidding. You had to put
0: it in your fist and just, and open it up. Um, and then if you, so obviously if you win the bid, then you get to put that there and try to, so, and then, like I said, you're just basically trying to make a path to the, and I'm just going to say ice cream truck here with your, ice cream bar. I mean, it's not, I, I can't remember what the symbols were, nor did I care. I was obviously mechanically wise, but um, you're trying to just get that as close as you can. And obviously other people are trying to block you off by trying to get their discs in there. And then at the end of the game, you just count how many spots you are away from each one of the five. I think there were five different things and how, how far you are away from each one of them. So like maybe you're four away from one, six away from another, you're two away from one, you know, you'll add all those together. And then any money you have left over, you'll subtract that number from that, whatever that number is. And then that's your score. So, I mean, you know, so you might have 12 as your final score or something you want low score is the winner uh, of the game. Really good, really fun, really, you know, that feeling of, Ooh, I'm going to, you know, screw you by putting this, you know, here and this, you know, then I can screw you by putting this. So lots of fun. I mean, certainly a typical game that, uh, that I definitely would enjoy. I think both of you guys would really enjoy it. Uh, quick. I think we played a five player game and maybe an hour, hour and a half, you know, it's, it's not a long game at all. So it's, it goes okay. really quick. Um, but feels like a, you know, feels like a good weighted game for what it's doing. Uh, uh probably, you know, I, you know, my, I might say right now, it might be my favorite freedom and freeze. Wow. Uh, you know, I mean, I know power grid is really good, but, I don't, I, most of the time I'm just not a big, like, Oh, I want to play power grid. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and Fuji flush is obviously one of those just, you know, stupid, nothing, let's play. Type of <laughs> yeah. Game. It's a, this yeah. has some meat to the bone that I felt was, was really good. I mean, honestly, if I didn't know it was Friedman and freeze, I mean, I might, I'd honestly feel like it might be like a Kenizzi or, or a Martin Wallace type of design, especially with the auctions in it. So I, it, it was definitely different than what I'm used to from Friedman free. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say big thumbs up. Uh, I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to playing it again. Cause well, I'll tell you, um, you know how in, when you put your, your scores into the BG, uh, the, the apps, the app, you know, you know how it, it just defaults to highest score. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't change that, Uh, It chose you to be the winner, so I was the winner of that game. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. But it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I definitely recommend it. I don't recommend trying to go and find a copy because... It's almost damn near impossible.
1: Uh, that's hmm. what I've heard. I would think they would try to reprint Bring this with all yeah. You never like know. Stone Meyer and all the who would who are doing his small deck card games. Like yeah. this seems like if you put it out, it would blow a lot of those games Do that they're they? already I'm, producing. I'm excited to try
3: because he's a designer that like I respect because he pushes, you know, the envelope and he tries does. different things. Yeah. But not a lot of games of his that I actually like enjoy. Right. But I'm um, I'm excited about this one though.
0: All right. What about you, Richie? What have you good, what have you gotten to the table?
3: Well, I'm kinda of in the same boat as Chad, where Jessica's family was coming in and out. So we've been playing a lot of family games, a lot of crokinole. <laughs> close your ears, Clef. I'm I'm hooked on Crokinole.
1: Oh I, I do love like Crokinole I like, love I'm, it, Richie. I'm gonna get a nicer board. Okay. Oh, whoa. All right. I'm you gonna want to because I got the, less the May Mayday yeah.
3: game and the or Mayday uh as long as it's a it, yeah, you're the long board. As it doesn't yeah.
0: all of a sudden like surplant Age of Steam or something, then I'm gonna
3: no, but it's gonna be okay. it's gonna be in the top fifty at oh, least. Oh boy! And actually, when we broke 11. that, someone was asking about the Punchboard Paradise top 100, uh-huh. and Crokinole
1: was up in yeah. like number nine with our group. With, as with the our group, yeah, 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 the yeah. Geek group. our group, geek group, yep. <laughs> <So>. yep. <laughs> Get ready! It is oh, a good game. I, our friend Andrew, who did the uh, Des Moines darts. Yeah, uh, our our friend Andrew. <laughs> I I really have to. Uh, he'll he'll kill. Maybe he'll kill me. I don't care. Uh, he, <laughs> he sent out <laughs> in in in, uh, in Des Moines. They do a cardboard caucus, which is like a big Des Moines convention there. And uh, and he does you know kind of welcome to eighteen xx. And so he did his thing and stuff there. But uh, he also talked about all the other games. He sent out an email like here's everything I played at cardboard caucus. Here's how it went, you know, and then he talks about playing crokinole on his board, which is that sweet Captain America board, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's like, it went really well, except for some d bag uh, talking about my handmade board and the friction on it. Wow, it was a nice, uh, nice email. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was great because he's so Andrew's not really, as far as I know, him, that confrontational. So right, I was just like, <laughs> <kind of laughs> uh, it was I
0: think I well, I, I saw something that he posted in that thing, and he said that somebody was, he was trying to get people to play 18XX, and I think he got somebody to play 18 Chesapeake, and he played it as a two-player game. Right. And I thought, that is commitment, how much Mm. you love 18X. If you're (laughs) like, one person will play it, let's go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he said he didn't expect it to, to be a very good play, but the, the person was local and was like, I'm hooked. Like, I want to play more 18 XX. So hey, and hey, he hey, felt like even it went better than he expected for a two player. Awesome. This, next That's year cool. we go. might be going. I'm we, telling you, I mean, it is a very strong. A very year, yes. <laughs> Look at,
3: I'm really leaning towards I told going.
1: him about it. I told him, he goes, Hey, thanks for talking about it on the game. I was like, dude, sure. I had a better time even than last year. I said, you know, and he, go, and I said, you know, I, I, it sounds like we're maybe going, next year i said even clef and he goes whoa good luck dude (laughs) 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 i might just show up for a day and drive back home
3: (laughs) 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 honestly
0: that's what i was thinking maybe uh, we could just get maybe richie will drive up there on a saturday morning yeah We'll play 118 XX game and then it will be and then we got time an out. to go home. Yeah,
1: <laughs> then we got it now. So <laughs> that's
0: a, you never know. know. We'll, Next we'll year, see, strong maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, that's a lot of that's a lot of stress for him. I gotta, I gotta Worst case scenario, we game. end up at
3: what's the, the zombie burger or whatever. The zombie oh,
2: burger. Yeah, oh, we're okay. definitely doing yes. that. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll do that. I will
3: that. buy you guys zombie burgers oh. if you go with oh. me to 18 DSM. Well, I mean, we will at least be in Des Moines.
1: Okay, there you go.
0: Well, and I mean. Certainly you can play something besides 18xx when you're
1: (laughs) in there, right? it's not so, as uh, Spartan as Age of Steam, Age of Steam is, Con, is. Like yeah.
3: no other games. Although there were eighteen X played there. Was. there. Well, uh, Weather there was Machine weather was, was machine played. Was oh yeah, we played yeah. Weather Machine. Uh, you right. played
1: Bus while you were there. Yep, so yep, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Okay.
1: Not. Well, tell <laughs> us. Besides <laughs> Crokinole, well,
2: <laughs> no, no
3: yeah, wow. was, <laughs>
1: well, Who else? Who else? Who's your favorite partner in Crokinole? Because you said the partner game is where it's at, which I agree.
3: Um, I mean, I'll play with anyone, but it, we did play but a game where. <laughs> Maybe no. not you <laughs> <laughs> We did play a game Because uh, we've mainly been playing uh, With my brother-in-law Brent uh, And his wife Svenja And okay. uh, we played a game where Jessica And um, Brent were on a team So the siblings versus the, the spouses And we started off slow But then Svenja, she caught on And just we just killed him Shot him out three games So Alright, I like it Clef, I'm, I'm telling so you, man. I'm so excited you get right a, now, I mean, He's like, he's going to be playing I in know, it. I know, is, con, right? That's the thing. <laughs> With that stand-up table, it's yeah. so easy to jump in. It is. Yes,
0: I'll sit there and flick a disc around for a few minutes <laughs> while I'm waiting to move cubes on rails, yes.
3: <laughs> but the other game that we played, not necessarily as excited about it as Crokinole, but <laughs> 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 I got to talk about something, Sure. and that <laughs> <That's> is, <important>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Steve fin- Finn game from Pencil First Games, and that's Floriferous. They are running out of titles. They are right (laughs) for games. Uh, But this is just a little card game uh, set collection game. And the way that it uh, works is that you have a deck of cards that have some scoring cards in it. uh, But mainly it's different types of flowers. So I think there's five different types of flowers, five different colors. And then they have some bugs. I think there's like five different bugs as well that are kind of interspersed throughout the different cards. Uh, But when you set it up, you're going to set up a, a, a three by five grid in a two player game. Uh, it's a little bit larger if you're playing higher player count, uh, but I just played this with Jessica and you will have a pawn and at the beginning of the game. You'll set your pawn off to the left of that grid uh, and you'll have someone on uh, top and then someone on bottom just randomly. And then whoever is first is at top and they will move their card and select one of the cards in that grid. Uh, and it's three rounds and there's five turns in a round. So they'll take one of the cards in the first column of that grid and then uh the next person will go and then now that's the new turn order whoever at the top will go and you'll just keep going down the line taking cards and you're just like i said it's just a set set collection game so there are arrangement cards that are in there where you need certain types of flowers certain colors of flowers and then at the bottom the very bottom row is all scoring cards so like it could be you'll get 2 points for every yellow flower you have regardless of the type or you'll get you know 3 points for every uh, ladybug that you have in your collection, uh, and it's it's that easy. There's also some objective cards that are at the very top, which as soon as you achieve them, uh, and if you this you know the earlier in the game that you achieve them, they're worth more points. If you do it on the first day, it's like five points, but it's you're just collecting the symbols on there that you need, and um, there's three of those up there, and that's it. Uh, it's advertised as a relaxing game that says it right there on the box, and I would agree. It's just something that if you got. You know, 20, 30 minutes, you want to knock something out. That's easy, simple, especially with non-gamers. I think this is great. Uh, so, yeah, that's pluriferous.
1: What did Jessica think of it?
3: She liked it, but it's, it's not something that, like, she wouldn't necessarily, like, ask for it. Okay. Because uh, this it is very simple. And it's, it's not very
1: light. It's not particularly memorable given the games that no, you guys have played. Yeah. No. It does sound. And it's a, not
3: hard or anything like that. Right.
1: Yeah. It does sound in some respects uh, with the grid and what you can take and that sort of thing. It does sound in some respects like like dog lover. I think what keeps dog lover on the table for our family is that it's about dogs. It's about dogs. Cute, yeah. You know, yeah. We so. don't really care about yeah. flowers.
3: Yeah. I had tried dog lover. I haven't. Uh, play that one yet so
1: no i'll I'll loan it to you i want to tell you so really quick uh you know clef you can shut your ears but for the family gamers out there uh, we're going to talk about something big in a second and everybody will want to listen but for the family gamers out there if you play with uh, kids and you have kids uh i got this game for my son because it was on sale at a miniature market sale it was called sherlock holmes baker street irregulars and it is their graphic novel series What that means is it's kind of like an unlock game, but you, the game plays one to four players and it comes in like a book, a bookcase, kind of like you get your four graphic novels in that little book sleeve, basically, and one to four players can play and you are going to choose a character and then that's your graphic novel which is cool because everybody opens up their graphic novel. You all start on the same page, but then your character has special things that they can do in the game. One's an acrobat. And so in a panel, which are all numbered, so you're turning to the same panels sometimes, uh, in a panel, that character might see a rope that they can grab. And they'll say, wait, guys, I see a number and a panel. I can go, hold on, I'm going to do that. Mine was Wiggins, which, if you know Sherlock Holmes and Baker Street Irregulars, he's, you know, one of the founding members, basically. And so he's very observant. So he could see things in certain panels that others couldn't. Finn, my son Finn, was a character that was a master of disguise. And so sometimes we'd meet a character and he would get a number that he could read that it would let him skip ahead to his panel in the comic book. And he would read, you know, something that they would that they would figure out, basically. The puzzles aren't easy, especially as you go along. There are four puzzles in the whole book. Uh, But, you know, one had to do with a Fibonacci sequence and stuff like that. And some are like, okay, you're opening this thing and you have to call, but you can't communicate certain things to another person in their panel, in the graphic novel, uh, across the room or whatever. So you're trying to solve puzzles that way. So if you like Unlock, you have kids, but they're not too young because, again, these puzzles aren't easy. Uh, I would recommend looking at this. It's a it's a really interesting, interesting system. And uh, so that is Sherlock Holmes, Baker Street Irregulars, the graphic novel games. The other game, and you guys are going to need to help me out here. Uh, we're going to do Inside Baseball here for a second. We were going to review this game and then we decided not to. And I think, I mean, there's a good reason. We... I, I'm, I'm just going to blow the lead right here, but we decided not to because we didn't want to play it anymore. But that game is Messina 1347. Uh, it is a Vladimir Suhi game. It is a, one of the hotter games from last year, coming into this year now, because in the U.S., we just started to get it out in the last month. It is about the plague. And one thing I can say positively is uh, that's a sensitive that's a sensitive subject right now, but I know that for every uh, game that they sold, they donated some dollars to uh, COVID-19 relief efforts. So uh, good on them for doing that. And um, I'm, you, know, you never know the life cycle of some of these games. Sometimes they've been years in development. So anyway, uh, the game is about, uh, it takes place in Italy as the plague is happening, the Black Plague, and you are trying to kind of control it and grow the city. Basically, what you're doing is over a number of rounds, the city is growing. And you are placing your meeples, your people out uh, on different actions on that city to do different things. Lots of times it's resource conversion. You're getting things like wood. You will get uh, fire. Fire is good because sometimes there are plague cubes on the tiles that you're going to be going to. And those plague cubes, if you can fight them, they will move you up sort of a notoriety track. Um, If you don't fight them, in the end, you'll take a rat token and those rats will move you down one of our friends was really upset by the way if you're listening to this he wants you to know that it wasn't the rats it was the fleas damn it that uh that caused that black plague so anyway that's your that's your psa for the episode but uh, basically you're doing all those things to get victory points um and you're trying to have your own buildings when you pull people off of areas, uh, there are citizens who are in these areas, right? And they are, when you you place your worker down, they are there. And if there's a plague cube there, you need to quarantine them. You have shacks on your own personal board that you are quarantining them in, and they will move through and do certain things. You can also use some of your resources like wood to build special quarantine shacks so that while they're there, they're not just going to sit in your quarantine shack. They're going to make you some money or they're going to do some stuff for you while they're sitting around in your quarantine shack. And they will help move things along. Uh, that's basically a very good, a very basic overview of the game. Uh, we felt it was mechanical, I think. What, what What do you guys have to chime in and say about Messina?
0: Boring. <laughs> just nothing special. Yeah. And in a world of games today... There's just, it was, it was move here, pick up this person, move this action, move up this track.
3: Yeah, definitely felt dated. And I mean, it was just a lot of mechanisms just thrown in one box. And yeah, right. That was Uh, a problem.
1: There was plenty to think about because, like, as you moved up tracks, you would get to do things on your own personal board where they were overseers. And so, so the citizens, after they came out of quarantine, you could put them on your own personal board, and they would get you actions if you moved your overseer on these little paths around your overseer board. And if they hooked up with certain citizens that you had put on your board, they'd get you actions as well. So it's kind of like, oh, here's how I'm efficient is I will get this action, and this overseer will sort of whip this citizen who got quarantined but is now cured and is on my property and doing things for me.
0: Just a side note— What's the fire? You know, I mean, are you burning down part of the
1: docks before you you let, and then. Sure. When you inoculate things, you just heat them up really high. But, you know, if you're a pyro, yeah, Yeah. if you're a pyro, you just (laughs) burn it. Well, you pull the people from there before you set everything on fire.
3: I figured we were burning some of the people, at least. Uh, okay. uh, you probably right. I mean, you are throwing probably a couple of bodies onto that, that pile of soap. fire. Well,
1: mostly if they're dead already, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: That's what you're just going in, you're saving that one person, you're burning everything
1: else up. Yeah. That's probably what it is. And then you get to move up yeah. that hero track. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's... It's just not... I mean, there's just nothing to it. You yeah. Know? Uh, like Suhi, some of his things I like. You know, like, I thought Pulsar was... It was interesting. You know, it had some interesting mechanics with how the dice and the drafting went. And so there was some player interaction and those tracks, you know, there was a lot of that. This game, there's, I mean, the tracks are not interactive. It's just trying to move up them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like, I, for the most part, you know, yes, you could block off a space or whatever, but I could care less what you guys were doing. It was just really, you know, and I would just be like, I'd get done with my turn and I would just be like, Oh man, now I'm just going to sit here while you guys take your turn. It's just so mm-hmm. boring. I don't know. There's too
3: boring. many, almost too many actions out there. Cause there are times where, cause obviously if someone has gone to an action and stood up, so they've activated, you can't go to that one, but there's just so many other actions that are just as good right. to go to. Yeah, and then like at the end of the round, off. you add on a new action. So yeah. it just kept expanding. Um, I think if it was actually taking away actions, like that, you know, they weren't yeah. doing so well in the plague and, Things were getting bad and things Mm, were going away. Good point. And maybe that'd be a little bit better.
0: Yeah. And I mean, very, uh, very clunky in the fact every round you got to twist this dial and then you're putting cubes out on these, you know, a rat if he's standing or turn to the left or turn to the right. Mm. It is different colors of these. It was extremely fiddly. But
1: again, I, I mean, I think to me, I can't name a Suhi game that doesn't feel fiddly. Honestly, like ship, shipyard with stacks of tiles oh, and stuff so and changing I like that. Shipyard. I know you like it, but you can't deny that, that the setup and like, and, and rounds oh, changing is, is fiddly. Uh,
0: yeah. Putting up all those yeah. tiles and stuff. Always. The is Yeah. So, it's a little bit of a pain in the butt. So, but yeah. But
1: know. I, I'm just learning and, and I'll hold on to shipyard, but I'm just learning that I think Suhi is just not a designer that clicks with me. So right, yeah. it's unfortunate. Right, yeah. In that same boat. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, uh, people that do click with me all the time, like just all the time, are our patrons.
2: Yeah.
0: I know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> do we have any new ones? We do. Wow. What's their name? Our newest one, Clef. Yeah. Is Eloy Dion. And, and Eli, If I hope I'm pronouncing your first name right. I'm sorry. I looked it up. I, I asked a few people. Uh, this was the best I could come up with. Either way, Mr. Dion, thank you so, so much uh, for contributing. We love all our patrons and we love all our listeners too. We know not everybody can contribute, but you know, when you can do uh, recommending to a friend, you can give us reviews, you can, you know, post us on the social medias, all those things. We appreciate all of it, but we just wanted to take the time to say thank you, especially to our newest uh, patron, Mr. Dion, and also to all y'all out there. Thank you. Let's visit our crowdfunding corner, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Cliff, you will want to take notice because this is from your very favorite designer here. We're gonna bring it up. This is uh this is basically Euro uh, elegance. Oh, this my, is my listen favorite designer. Yes, yes. Uh, Runkey. Nope. Oh, uh, uh, the, oh. I'm sorry. I'm still going off of last month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a different. Class. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, so uh, this is this was actually actually uh, our friend David Turchi uh, described this as Euro elegance wrapped in tense wargaming attire. I had tons of fun playing it. Uh, this is Bloodstones from Martin Wallace and uh, his newest company, Wallace Designs. So it is on GameFound and should be on there for another, hmm, I think, about six or seven days when this episode drops. So please check it out. It isn't, uh, it isn't cheap. Uh, I believe the price to back is, I think, around 150. Now. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) I will say you have six factions in the box, and they are kind of like Mahjong colored tiles, which is pretty interesting. Uh, But basically, you are going to start the game. It's kind of like a fantasy war game, so it's not historical, but you're going to have your own mix of units in those dominant domino-shaped tiles, and they're going to have unique powers based on the race, basically, so they're asymmetrical, okay? And basically you want to have the most victory points at the end of the game. Uh, you can do it by building, you can raid other uh, powers, villages. and then if you if you win the battles basically, uh, it kind of looks like a block war game in some ways. the way you stack tiles and units on top on top of stuff, you're going to be, uh, drawing these tiles up though, I think out of a bag. And so you'll have choices for your units. You will also be able to turn other units in to kind of exchange. So if you don't, it sounds like if you don't like what you get, you know, that's a high price point. I get it, but man, it's Martin Wallace and, uh, it looks like a really interesting war game.
0: Uh, just because I want to let everybody know here, for sure. uh, if you're in Australia, it's 150 bucks. United States, hundred bucks.
1: Okay, 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 fair enough. Sorry, They're not
0: still not cheap, but no. certainly much more in line with uh, most Kickstarters. Thank now, you, thank yes. you. Yes. yes. yes.
1: yes. Uh, also, uh, the shipping, I think, of course, is about fifteen at this time. At this time, but if you look about what's in the box, uh, there are there are not a lot of stretch uh, stretch goals in this, but what there are sound interesting. There that most of the stretch goals it looks like have to do with maps. Um, so that is, that is I think, what you would want, basically, with this, where it really changes the play. But uh, you've got some bags, because you're drawing these tiles from bags, and then you have uh, faction cards and that sort of thing. Uh, the tiles, it says, are kind of like similar to Azul. They're sort of Bakelite, like that. But uh, you know what? I, I'm not going to say go out and get it right now, but this one definitely merits a look. If you are kind of... With our aesthetic here at Punchboard Paradise, you're going to be into at least sort of that head-to-head uh, player interaction thing. And there's some randomization there where you draw tiles from a bag, but you have to make do with what you get. And um, there's some mitigation there. So something to look into. How do you guys feel about this, Richie? I'm excited that Clef has already agreed to back it. Yeah. And then I can play it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. Um putting my password right now to back it
1: all right there we go <laughs> <laughs> mission accomplished all right well punch punch uh check that out that is bloodstones from martin wallace and wallace gaming richie what's up does that mean is that does that mean it's draft time i think now? it's draft time Oh. cue that draft music oh, all
2: right
1: All right. Well, based on our most recent uh, poll results, Richie, give it give it to us. Who gets to roll on this draft? Well, uh, Chad, you get the roll. All right. You had thirty four point six
3: percent of the vote.
1: Excellent.
3: Uh, I came in first with forty four point two percent of the vote, and this Good is uh, games that we needed to play. Okay, that uh, was the last draft. Uh, Clef, you had 21.2% of the vote.
0: Well, the way I look at that is is because I've played a lot more than you and Chad. So, that's <laughs> how I, so I win okay. as far as I'm all right. concerned.
3: All right. Well, <laughs> all right, well we we're going to roll. Okay, uh, I should probably explain how the draft works before we do any of this. Yeah. But I guess I'm going first, too. You are. Uh, but at Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft. So we're going to do a serpentine draft, which is all that means. Is that if you draft last in the first round, you will draft first in the second round? Uh, I have rolled an eight, so I'm gonna get to pick the order, and we're just gonna go counterclockwise here. Okay, I like Wonderful. it. So, Chad, I'll go first, and then Chad, and then Clef. Okay. All right, and uh, today's draft. Have we even said Would what you today's like to know draft, what that draft is? is <laughs> yeah, what's the draft today? <laughs>
0: today's draft is games that you just hate having to set them up because they have so much going on. Or obviously, and then the put away is just like, oh my goodness. It's like, ah, I, I love this game, but I don't know. You guess you don't even have to love it, but you want to play it, but there's just so much setup. It doesn't matter if you've got an amazing insert from 3D Bit Space. It's still a pain in the butt to get set up and put away.
1: That sounds personal. Oh boy, we're gonna be we're
0: gonna be talking about an insert here at some point. For me, I'm gonna All tell right. you that much. Okay, <laughs> okay. All right, Richie, what do you got for your number one pick? All right, so for my
3: first one, I do love this game, and this is a game that I've come to love here recently, and that's Clinic. Ooh, yeah, well, and that's
0: <laughs> on my list. Especially
3: <laughs> if you're going through like the campaign, the campaign book, like we are. So you're picking. So what are there? There's five expansions yeah for the game and when you're going through the campaign book you are putting together like four different expansions and it's just little modules that you're you got to find the pieces and we've all bagged all these things separately and labeled them so you got to dig through find that some of the expansions use uh use pieces you know right, interchangeably right. with the other expansions so I mean it's just a it's a real headache and even just the base game where you got to go through get the cube set up get the doctor set up is a pain but it, especially when you throw in all the expansions it, it gets tough and then it's tearing it all down Brockman figure something out that's one mean, of his favorite games. I don't know what
1: he would do, but, yeah, but that is, our friend, Bitspace, right? that, that yeah. is yes. our friend from 3D Bitspace, right? That is our
0: friend from 3D Bitspace, and he does some amazing work. But he does.
1: I don't know what he would do so here. There's so
0: much in that game, it would I still know. be so hard. It's tough. To, to get it all. We have like you know. a
3: thousand baggies yeah. for all the expansions. Right. And
0: I mean, right now, it's. Yeah. I, I mean. I, it when just, we
1: went to the uh, uh, Great Plains Game Festival, yeah, we basically spent <laughs> yeah. an hour and a half setting <laughs> Set it up, uh-huh. only oh, then to you not read, play yeah. it. Yeah,
3: yeah, then you got to read through the rules for each module, yeah. which are all
1: in separate rule books. So yeah. I mean, it's well, that's it's again, a lot. that's when you do the campaign stuff. If you play the yeah. yes, if you straight just play the base but game, still,
0: but I would still say the base game yeah. still has a lot of setup and a lot of yes. things going yes. on. Yep, and uh, and yeah, and then at the end, you know, I never want to. I know I want to put it away. I just want to throw no, it, just in, throw the it in the box and, and then Everybody
3: come back to it. it. Off, so yeah. Yeah. So I had it yeah. set up on my table at
1: home for like three days once because I was like, ah, I'll just put it away. Like,
3: Oh, yeah. So, I think yeah. that's oh, what
1: yeah. happens with that game is that put away happens when you're streaming a, a TV show. Yeah. So, but it sure. is worth it. It's worth the setup time. Oh, so I, I think a lot of these games we're going to talk about are games we feel passionately about because yeah. the setup Oof. is just uh, uh, just as a prohibitive, I, but it still keeps us playing.
0: I love our man, Evan, but man. He's got this one wrong. Call
3: oh, yeah. You got to give this one a, yeah, another on. chance. Though, Evan, the parking lot is part of the fun. Us. Next you got
0: to Next PBCon, Evan, you got to play yeah, it with Rich come and come on. Me. We'll show you how good this game is. With
3: hospice? Oh, oh, yeah. The hospice module. Oh, hosp- or the cigarettes? Or the, hey, cigarettes, oh, cigarettes are the, for good. So guess what? You know what you ne- No, forget
1: that, you guys. What you need to make Evan play is the burn module. Or the burn. Because oh, they don't cars? have to park their cars. Burning burn true. People on fire aren't going to try to drive home. <laughs> so you're okay. There you go. You do have to park the helicopters. Though, but. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's my uh, first pick. Sorry if you're listening and you're on fire. We didn't. To be
2: <laughs>
0: uh, but you really should stop listening and stop drop and roll.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay, so for our next game, <laughs> since we're on the Album VR train, I'm going to further it and I'm going to say Tramways, which is a game.
2: Oh, oh my god, you guys are killing <laughs> <laughs> it.
1: It's a game that we love, but I guarantee you, I don't know how many times collectively all of us have played it around the table, the first thing that happens when you take the box cover off the game is open the game manual and find out how to set up each deck, cuz gosh yeah. darn it, it is a pain in the arse. Oh, it, is. it really and honestly and the we've game we messed it up several times. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the game manual should be better at this too. So I'm hoping the Kickstarter that they're they're going to do with this fixes those things. But man, oh man, mm-hmm. it is it is not easy to set that game up. And it always takes 20 minutes just to look through things. It's worth it. It is worth it. But man, it is a pain.
0: I do real quick. All right. This is this is on tramways and I'm just I'm oh this isn't on well this is on topic because it was a board game podcast sure gonna tell you this <laughs> so you know how much clinic got better when we started playing on the three by three board you know because yeah, yeah, it yeah. made parking a you know an issue and it, right. it made it much you know a, just a better tighter. game right yeah. well I'll tell you last week uh, Brent uh, Brockman and me played tramways. And we played on the flip side of the stress board. Oh, the one that's like yeah. really short oh, yeah. really And You only, have, hard. You only start yeah. with and one. You only get one, you only worker. Get one rail worker.
3: Oof. That's I'll, tough. I'll never play Never the go game. back? I'll never wow. go back. All
0: right. And I'm going to tell you why. That. Okay. Because in the base game, when, when you play with the other side of the board, you very hardly ever have to go to yellow buildings mm-hmm. or green buildings. You know, mm. it's pretty much get to the blue buildings, get more cards, and then try to go big red building, right? right. In that, you have got to be going to the yellow buildings because you got to get, get your one rail back. work back, and you got to be going to the green buildings because otherwise you're losing you like your tons of point. Yeah, because you're you know it jumps from like eleven to seventeen to twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, you, and
3: you also played on Shanghai for this yeah, play, right? Yeah, we did play with that's Shanghai 29. too. I mean, that's my favorite. That's gone. That's though. my favorite map. Yeah,
1: uh, sure. As it should be. Brent and I kind of decided we're just going to play with the Shanghai rules on any map. I don't blame you. I do That's like that cool. idea. But I have to say, because I, I, I haven't played this way yet, it sounds brutally hard. It almost sounds like you're saying, dude, uh, I thought that this game was fun with two hands, but we cut off one hand and yeah. with one bloody stump, <laughs> moving <laughs> the bloody stump around the I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, not kidding you. It yeah. was, I
0: will never okay. not play it with that. You know, if everybody's playing with it, you, sure, know I mean? yeah, you certainly you couldn't do have that. people yeah, doing yeah. it with the other. But it made it so much better. And it just felt like so much more of a complete game. It honestly makes me think that maybe that's probably how Alvin had designed it. Mm-hmm. You know, but of course, you know, they always try to make it a little bit, you know, well, a little Welcoming. bit easier. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but I will tell you, I'm, I guarantee you, you play it, you're going to love it. I mean, it's, it's it's amazing. So
1: All right. Well, Tramways is my first pick. What's yours, Clef? What is the worst setup? And tear down game that uh, Uh, you can think of. You
0: guys just well, you guys just took great games. (laughs) Yes, we did. Uh, (laughs) So I am going. So well, great news is I got a great swing here, and I am going to pick the the granddaddy of uh, yes. Please put out seven hundred cards to start this game. And it, I mean, and then pick your 15 different modules and then get out your Cokes and your beers and your pizza and your burgers and your, you know, and then, okay, we got this and you got, oh, which, which, which billboards do we play with? And which, you know, this card and that, and that's food chain magnate. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, do I love this game, but, oh, not only is the setup a chore, but, But then when it's time to put it all away, everybody's, you know, all the people are all over the place, and you get this and that, and it just takes forever. So, I mean, I love it, but it's a heck of a game to set up and tear
1: down. I can go with that. It's interesting that you guys both specifically picked games that have expansions. Uh, you know, to go with them, you know. Well,
0: but I mean, even the base. base
1: game, especially yeah. the cards. Yeah. It, but if th- you have if you have that that nice setup, that's that's. Well, yeah. A lot I better.
3: mean, it is something that you but have. But you
1: still to...
0: gotta put them into
1: the thing. <laughs> yes,
3: that's also a pain. <laughs> uh, I've been looking at. There's a uh, someone on Etsy sells a box that, for the the uh, base game and the expansion where you can have the cards set up in there, ready to go, and you just mm. pull off the lid and then pull the box out, and okay. it's ready to go. But, but yes, yeah, so and no matter what though,
0: you still have to put them away. Yeah, you like, have to put them away, like, but and
3: it's good. like a
1: three hundred dollar box, so it's not like this Holy. is a cheap solution to this Ooh. problem. Ooh. But that's a lot of wow. whatever's in that box. What is it made out of? Yeah, it? it's wood. It's a wooden box. So. <laughs> okay. okay.
3: Right. Well, anyway,
0: what's so your that, swing so, so. pick? That was
1: my food swing, chain magnet. My right?
0: swing pick has to be, and you guys probably, mm. I mean, you probably know this is coming. This sat on this actually this table we're at right now. This game sat on it for about two weeks because I just didn't want to put it away. I was so, <laughs> and part of it, okay. You guys know I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not an insert guy where I'm like, oh, I got to have an insert for every single game. And there's some games I honestly feel like the insert is actually sometimes harder than if I was just to throw some things in a baggies. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that is these crazy big box boxes with expansions of Anachrony. Oh, my goodness. If you've never played Anachrony, just, I mean, the there are pieces everywhere. You've got all these cubes, and you've got all these buildings, and you've got the miniatures and these cards for this and that and this. And I will agree, like, Chad, you, you know, you're saying that sometimes we're talking about expansions with these games, but sometimes that's really what makes a game Get like this It's crazy, but yeah. but you want that because that's part of what you love about the game. But this, I'm t- I don't even know what expand what uh, insert it is, uh, but it's really nice. Um, my, my it's my one of friend, those wooden ones. That yeah, you have my to good glue friend Annie England just he actually got the Infinity box, which is even oh my god, even more work. But uh, so he gave me his old one that's in these wooden boxes, and it's so nice. But I probably literally after I got them all into the boxes, I probably spent like 45 minutes trying to figure out how to get the pieces into the box. It was like its own puzzle, just trying to get the pieces in the box.
3: (sighs) Yeah, it can be a pain. I always keep the instructions for the inserts. Oh, see, I don't think reason. I
0: ever had that. I do that, good. too, because okay. yeah. usually there's
3: just
1: a piece of paper, I, and I have mm-hmm. no clue otherwise. Yeah. yeah,
0: I had to go look online to just see a picture of yep. it to try I've to figure it out. done that as well. Out. Oh, my goodness, yeah, that was... Uh, and now in my head, I'm like, I, I'm not pulling an Anachrony out for, like, another year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 That's just too much work. So there is my second pick is Anachrony.
1: Okay, so I've only played this one time, and it's basically, honestly, going to be a stand-in. Cause I don't play a lot of chit war games, but I'm going to pick space empires 4 X, which is a GMT game. And you are just, I mean, it's like putting chits all over the board and randomizing them and that kind of thing. And you have to pay attention to your setup. It is, it's not, in my mind, it's not a short setup, and I only played kind of the very basic intro to the game, and then you've got to get all your chits in order for what you can take, and you got to, you know, it's not any small setup. So as somebody who has not played a lot of uh, chit war games, I'm just going to say Space Empires 4X is my number two. Yeah,
3: I could definitely see that, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of GMT games could that could easily be on this list for sure
1: uh richie what would you say is your second your number
3: two uh so my second pick this uh this designer has a lot of games that could you know fit this uh particular draft i'm picking one of them and that's caverna and uh rosenberg you know obviously he does these big farming games uh with caverna you have the building display that you have to put the buildings on the particular i mean i guess you don't have to but they have little pictures so then if you don't do it it's just It's a pain. I mean, it's just, it bothers me if you don't do it. Sure. So you got to put the the right tiles on the right pictures, And then there's so many different pasture tiles, mountain tiles that you're setting out. You may not even use them, but you got to have them out there just in case. And then you have all the different boards for the different player accounts. And then the fact that it goes up to seven players, you just have so much stuff. Uh, It is something that you need an insert for the game. This is also one of those games that is a nightmare to unbox Mm -hmm. and punch out everything. Yeah you know it punchboard paradise we
1: like punching out stuff this sure. one goes maybe a little a step too far i Ooh. will tell <laughs> you i mean i will tell you even as a physical therapist who stretched and warmed up first i got tendinitis when i did the uh the viking game by uva uh what what was that one oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah that I was, got tendinitis in my that was on the short list as yeah, well it was rough Ugh. Uh, so, so just a quick question after we uh, pass on to your next pick, but mm-hmm. with Caverna, it seems like a nicer game. Like it, it seems like it's less and less a Richie game. Does Jessica still like this game? She never liked the game.
3: Oh, she's always
1: hated this. Okay, game. Okay, so who plays this game <laughs> with
3: you? Uh, I play it solo, or I don't play it at all. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. And that one guy that wanted me to play at seven players. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> so I don't play Caverna that often. Anymore. All right. Um. All right. So my next pick. This one is strictly because of the expansions, and it's all in one box. And I have an insert for this, and that's Keyflower because I have all the tiles oh, in there. Yeah. And I don't know the rules for like all the the farmer tiles and the um, the merchant tiles. Yep. So I end up having to f- go through everything and stripping out stuff just to play the base game, or read the rules for one of those expansions, and then getting the tiles off for that and mixing it up. Uh, it's just a it's a headache and and one, you know, now that everything's in one box, it just doesn't come out that often. Sure, because of that. So, uh, key flower for
1: my next pick. Such a great game, though. I need to, That's one that I haven't played in a while. That I really, really yeah. need to. It's good. Good. Okay. Well, I'm going to say my next pick. You know what? It hasn't been picked yet. I feel like if I if somebody's going to do it, it's going to be me. It's the Gallerist. Uh, from Lacerta. and on my list. there are a lot of Lacertas that have setup time, but I'm going to tell you right now that for whatever reason, and I think it has to be separating out the, the, the specific artists, making sure they have that specific renown on top of their tile Making sure that you get those visitors in the right place, those sorts of little fiddly bits feel like a lot at the beginning of the game. You take yep. a lot of time setting it up, and it's hard to convince players who are right. new to the game that it's going to be a fun play after that.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's one of those that e- as many times as I've played it, I still have to go and read the entire setup mm-hmm. to make sure I don't screw anything up because it does have so much.
1: That is my number three, The Gallerist. Good pick.
0: All right. So that means it's back to me for my last two here,
1: huh? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, it just wouldn't be a list if I didn't pick a coin game. I was waiting. Yeah. And there are some coin games that take a little bit of setup, but boy, if you've ever played Pendragon, just <laughs> be prepared. Oh my goodness. Not only is it. There's a ton of pieces and you got to figure out like where a stronghold goes and a hilltop mm. goes and and all these things but the the names of the places are not familiar and it's so crowded it's not easy to see the names out on the board
3: and the font is terrible. And the font is terrible. Bad.
0: Like people have actually made like extra maps that just list the places mm-hmm. so it's easier for you to see where you're supposed to put them. Oh my goodness, it is it yes. I mean this Plan on a half an hour of just setting up the game before you're even gonna start it. Uh might be one of the reasons why, you know, we haven't, we haven't really back gone to <laughs> to back to back the pen dragon. But uh I sold yeah. my copy. So I, I can see that. I mean you're not if you're gonna play it, you're gonna play it with me. Yeah. And and so I, I And can I see want that. you to
3: set it up. So
0: Yeah, exactly. That that'd be the best case scenario. You know, you show up and you and know it's the just game's ready all to set go. up and yeah. you're ready to go. Yeah, but um, it is a, it is a big game to set up and yeah, it does, does take some time. Uh, and you know, then, then again, set up or I mean, tear down the last time I remember playing this game. I think when we got done, it was just a scoop it into the box and I'll take care of it like the <laughs> next day because my brain is done at that point. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Pendragon for my number three pick. So my number four pick or my last pick here is Gonna be an old capstone game. Mm. One of the first capstone games, actually, that I ever might have been uh, for a play. And I certainly thought about, I certainly thought about Arkwright. But honestly, the only really toughest part about Arkwright is just standing up all Those the little, workers. The workers, and I mean, it's not yeah well, whatever. But after yep. that, the rest of the game is really not that bad. The game that I'm gonna pick, which you might be surprised, is Haspel Connect.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah, cuz yeah, yes. I got just played all it. All
0: those different tiles yep. and then you got to figure out how many you yep. are for the player count and then you got to kind of configure it and then for some reason I was kind of screw it up or whatever and you're trying to build it and mm-hmm. you know, that is just a pain in the butt to do. And so, yeah, that's that's why I'm going to pick my number 4th pick is um, Haspel Connect.
1: And and it is complicated by the expansion, but I feel like the expansion is like a must with that game. So you just kind of yeah, yeah, uh, all, yeah, that that's how that game only yep. should be played. Is yep.
0: you know that to me is the main game. So, but yeah, so that's uh, my number four pick is Hasbro Net. So back to you, Chad.
1: Fair, okay, good. Well, uh, this game hasn't been talked about a long time on the podcast, and I certainly had this game with its expansions. But I'm going to say even without the expansions, this game was a pain to pick up and uh, to set up and put away, and that is Argent the Consortium. Like uh, yeah, what? <laughs> I, I mean, this is a game that had like almost infinite variability, but that was the problem with setup. You <laughs> yeah. just open the box and put your hands to your head. That's what you do. The first thing you're totally. just like, Oh my God, what am, I, what am I putting in this game? You just, you have to figure out the setup. And it is, you know, you have to make all these choices first and it is only one of those games that if you play it every weekend, do you know how you're going to set it up and have mm-hmm. those choices ready? Because if you don't, it's going to take way too long and, and, it, and half the game is just making the decisions of how you're going to set it up. Yeah, and
3: I remember the last time I almost played this game was at Origins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were trying to set it up on the table. It was way too small. Right. And then yeah. we got to one point where we were like, this isn't going to work. No. Is- no. Put it all yeah. back yeah. in the box. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.
0: Uh, I remember just, I, I just tr- I sold my copy because I was like, I don't ever want to set this up again.
3: Right. Yeah, I got I did get rid of my copy. I just
1: did not see it coming back out again. Same, same. Yeah, Great. Picture. And it, it, it is a, like I'm going to say it is a really interesting skeleton. Uh, and I like what it's doing. And I like the hidden uh, scoring and stuff in the in the stuff. But I will just say that is what kept me from playing the game. So that's why I sold it. But uh, that's my last one. Richie, what do you got for your number four?
3: Uh, My last pick, I I didn't have to worry about because I knew you guys weren't going to take it. Uh, But it's Mansions of Madness, second edition. Honestly, it could be like any of these like scenario based games. Like I had Arcadia Quest on Mm -hmm. the list. A lot of CMON games are like this, but you have to get out so many tiles (laughs) and even just for the base game. But uh, if you have all the expansions, you know, you got to set it up beforehand just because you don't know what scenario everyone's going to agree to pick. And once you pick the scenario, you know, there are only certain tiles that will come out potentially but it's random. So you don't know exactly what you need. So you have to have everything out, all the monsters out because you don't know what random monsters are going to be brought into that scenario. It's just so much setup. Uh, it's something that I always set up beforehand. Plus we, we pull out the TV at the end of the table. That's a little extra step. You should do that. But yeah, um, yeah it's just a lot of setup. So Mansions of Madness, uh, but really this is my pick for like, any of those scenario-based games where you have all the tiles and you have to go through a scenario book and set things up.
1: But. And uh, the same kind of thing, uh, Imperial Assault is is yeah. right in that yep. wheelhouse. Now, I will ask you, because I never played it, and I don't know if you have, did you ever play the first edition of Mansions of Madness? No, I okay. never played the first edition. Because it seemed like that was even a step too far of like, setting yeah, things you had up. The, yeah, for setup would be
3: a pain, especially yeah. whoever's playing the uh, Game Master. Yep, yep. exactly.
1: Okay. All
3: right, all right, folks. I think should, I think we have some good lists.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, these are some pain in the butt games to set up and turn down. <laughs> Any uh, honorable so,
3: mentions?
1: Mm, you know, I will say uh, I didn't. I had on my list, and I didn't name it. And it, I think it was more to put away because it seemed like it was easier to get out, but to mm. put away. Uh, this was a splatter that wasn't mentioned, and that's antiquity with all the chits oh, stacked yeah, yeah, yeah. on top I of had, each yeah. other. It I says, had that <laughs> down too. Yeah, oh my I god!
0: Thought, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure.
1: Great game, but whoo uh, Lots of chits.
0: I mean, uh, Lorenzo for tearing down just because you got yeah, to tear down all the look, cards. All the cards and yes, you're that trying is to pain. Put them in the right age mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean that's really otherwise. You I had five tribes
3: just for. I, I have to stand uh, up all the meeples. Oh, my <laughs> so God. I never takes, stand those up, takes but forever. I'm yeah.
0: Like that's an OCD thing for yeah, you. Yeah, you can't, I can't
3: just idea. lay them on the tile. You got to stand them up. Okay.
0: Hey, Punch Bunch. Are you tired of having all your resources and chits all over the table? Well, do I have a solution for you? Magnetic hex trays from 3D Bitspace. They will keep your table organized and be a huge space saver. So, head on over to 3 dbitspace space at etsy.com and order yours today. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise, you're going to get a free hex tray.
1: We are ticking it down. Finally getting there with this uh, BGG Top 100. But this will show you how Just much. Just in t- time to start it over again. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> this will show you how much times have changed. Just recently, we saw that. Uh, that there's a new top two, and that's Brass Birmingham. Which I'm surprised. I really thought it would cap out at number three. Right. I didn't think it was going to go any higher. I did, too. I'm I'm
3: happy to see that. It's still climbing.
1: Especially when it, and everybody has their different feelings on it, but especially when it it overtakes a legacy game, which, you know, I don't know. It's a great design, but it has a limited life. I don't know. People fall differently on those things. But Birmingham, a worthy successor to the number two. Definitely. Yeah.
0: All right, everybody, so where we're at, um, well, we, we don't, don't know. 100% remember. <laughs> we think this is where we're at. Let's just finish this, guys. We're just
3: trying to get through this list. Yeah, we're
0: we're <laughs> going to finish it. we It's gonna out start of date off,
3: anyways. So. Yeah, we're
0: going to start off with number, uh, we're going to just start at 20. Let's just go. All, right. All, All right, right, here we go. I like it. Wingspan.
3: Wingspan. One of the best games uh, according to Clef.
0: In yep. February of... <laughs> Top uh, game of two thousand Old Clef back in the, right? in the 30s. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <2020.
3: laughs> uh, I still own it. Uh, Me too. It's a fine game.
1: Uh, in smaller player counts, we'll still play it. Sure. I, I guess it because I still own it, it's got to be a four, so that's my rating. Was four was what I was going to give it. All yeah,
0: right. I'll come right in at the same and, and give it a two. All right, um, <laughs> next is... Uh, brass Lincolnshire
3: <laughs> <laughs> I might just you know have to what?
0: I, have, I have worked with my brain like I cannot tell you how long just and I'll listen and I'll listen over and over and over <laughs> no. and over and then why and then you know a week later when I have to say it I just go brain I don't remember what we said
1: <laughs> Clef is, Clef is uh, Ben Maddox's stupid Eliza Doolittle <laughs> from, from fair, my fair lady <laughs> No, so you're I appreciate. Bigger, it. All right. I anyway,
0: so original brass. Yeah. Um, obviously, this this sparked a lot of debate the other a day. A lot of conversation in you Slack know, like about like, oh, the. Yeah. I mean, I I still stand by the fact that really, to me. Birmingham is an expansion. It's just
3: yeah, but it's, it's Brass an is Brass just is brass. add
0: some new things to it. It's it's not a different game and, you know, so either you like it with the expansion or you don't or, you know, that's just how it is. So, right. Uh, I would
1: say if Brass Birmingham never existed and we only had Lancashire I Would still be very happy to play Lancashire and think yeah. of it as a great game. I'll play either one, doesn't matter. i love
0: brash Lancashire. Yep,
3: yep,
1: exactly. And again, so, did you yep. combine them this year or you
3: separated them this I year? I think I might have separated <laughs> are them. You separated? And, I, I just combined them. I'm right.
0: never going to separate them again, no. ever again. I mean, they are 100%. I uh, really, 100%. It's it is you are playing a card and taking an action of the same type of actions, there's yep. nothing different. It's just there's... You just have more goods than the other one in a different more goods and there's some beer. You and know, you still have the map, co-optition, so... Yeah. so, yeah. so exactly, yeah. so... All
3: right. Uh, six, I'm guessing, across the board? Yeah, it's got to be. it yeah.
0: 100%. Yep, still a solid six. Uh, next one is a solid, not six, that is Concordia.
3: Oh. Concordia is a solid six, especially with the team game. I, the team game is becoming my favorite way to play
1: Concordia. I can't. Mm-hmm. I need to try to play that. You're uh, not allowed I to. even have it. No, you don't tell me, <laughs> you, that. You're not you not tell me that. You're not allowed you to. You're not allowed You don't tell me that. <laughs> Until you're I'm, on the turbo team, <laughs> you don't play <laughs> Concordia <laughs> team game. Okay. Even though don't
3: even sure. look at it, Chad. <laughs> Walk. Uh, okay. So. Even though I'm pretty sure Clef <laughs> doesn't like Concordia more than you. I just don't like the way you talk about it. So,
2: you, <laughs> I'm still okay to. Point.
0: You're still fine. Okay.
1: Okay. Jack, you know, even though <laughs> even though Richie doesn't like my mouth, I'm still going to give it a 4. It, it was that you own it, don't I know, you? I know I own yeah, all yeah, of yeah, it. He owns it. Like even <laughs> on the <laughs> I even own solitaire. I think that's probably the thing. Is you own yeah, it, but yet yeah, yeah, you don't appreciate right. it. Like, you don't deserve uh, it.
3: It's a 6
0: for me. All right. Uh I'll give it a three. I mean, I don't mind it. It's just so boring. I don't know. I don't find the fun in it like a lot of people do. All right. Chad, did you rate it? I, I rate
1: did. It, it was okay. a four. Okay.
0: All right. Number 17 is uh, the uh, Gaia Project predecessor, uh, Terra Mystica.
3: I, I still own, uh, I mean, I rebought Terra Mystica, actually. It was mm-hmm. one that I rebought. Um, and I still enjoy playing it. My my brother in law, that was like one of his big heavy games that he got into uh, the hobby with. So it's. Uh, It's been nice to go back and play it. Fantastic.
0: It's just that I like Gaia Project so much better that I've just have never gone back to play it since, you know, I've started playing Gaia Project. So it's just, I don't know.
1: I think pre the latest release, it would be a three for me, but with the solo, it goes to a four. I would actually, I actually, because this is a game that I think you can get better at, and I, mm-hmm. I, I actually like that, and I like how the automa works with the solo expansion. So I'm going to give it a four with the latest version of it. I'm at a
3: five. I like the the expansion, especially the the latest one, the merchant one. It's fun to play with. So
0: I mean, I don't know. God, I really don't know what to rate it. I'd have to think a lot longer on this before I would have to rate it. I don't know.
3: (laughs) I'm going to say a three for you. How about that? That sounds okay.
0: Sounds good. All right, we'll move on. There we go. All right, number sixteen is Seven Wonders Duel.
3: Great two player game.
0: I love this game. Yes, Uh, fantastic. uh, You know, and honestly, I like it just base game.
3: Uh,
0: Every time I I, add in a lot of stuff, I like the
3: senator stuff. I don't like the second expansion. The Pantheon or whatever it was see, with yeah, the different gods. I don't like that. I do like the Senator one.
0: Yeah, see, I I just I think the base is just perfect how it is. But it just, for the what nice. the game is, yeah. yes,
3: I would agree that oh. it's just nice to just set up the base and go.
1: Right. Yeah, I could play with either, and I'm going to give it a five.
0: I'd give it a
3: five.
1: Same five.
0: All right, number fifteen, Mr. Steffenfeld, the castles of Burgundy. Well, I didn't buy the two hundred dollar version, so.
3: No, it's a. <laughs> I, uh, I know Chad C went all Chad in. C, yes, yeah, yeah. in and good game. for him. Wild, if, yes. you,
1: if you have a game, like, here's the thing. I think Chad it was 300 C plays,
3: something, not just 200 yeah, something. Well,
1: Chad C has a game that he play, has played like close to 300 times. So if you play a game close to 300 times and you know you love it, then spending a lot on one no. of those games, that might be the key uh, for you. Maybe. You know, uh, I've played Castles Burgundy
3: over 100 times, and my $25 version is perfect. Well, well there you I, go. Would,
0: I would agree. I mean, I've played it a ton of times, and I would agree what I have is perfect. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, it's one of those games that I don't necessarily nowadays say, hey, let's play it. But if it gets brought up and we play it, it's always like, a, oh, that's just a nice, you know. Uh, the final game, right before I took Ben and Chad to the airport after, you know, at PVCon when we were here, we were like, hey, let's play Castles Burgundy. And it was so smooth. It was just yeah. like just click everybody mm-hmm. knew what they were doing and just flowed really well It was just a great great game and yeah it's it's like uh it's like a warm it's comfort food warm pudding basket of blanket
1: <laughs> do you ever get that i think i lost it <laughs> here's your monthly pudding basket
3: i <laughs> said <Warmed laughs> oh, that's over. nice yeah i know what to get clef
1: clef for your birthday i got you a monthly pudding basket <laughs>
0: <laughs> i actually did dream last night that i got pudding is like a gift and I was so happy it was like a big vat of pudding
1: <laughs> a vat so, not even just a little gift like it was know, a vat yeah, I don't remember if that was a dream or just a ooh that would be nice <laughs> uh, it's a
0: five, uh, 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 give, it a 5 for me
1: it a 5 for me I would give a 4 to the vat of pudding and a 5 for Kessel's <laughs> Burgundy
0: yeah. right. number 14 scythe
3: I'm so shocked that it's so high. It, this, is, <laughs> this is tough. The, uh, I the, to the ask, production,
0: and I think yes. because the it was the, one yeah. of the first really great Kickstarter production games. It really was. Out.
3: Sure. Uh, I just don't get the. I, I do not get the love for it. It's it's fine, but it is very samey. If you don't have the expansions, and even if you have the expansions, even with just the expansions, a little bit. The expansions
1: same-y. have evolved to. Uh, you can make this game kind of whatever you want it to be. But it doesn't mean that it's necessarily a great game, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, and the thing is, is I still own this. and so I think I, right? I, oh. I think it's because I have the production. You know what I mean? Like I have the legendary all box. It things is, it's all, nice to have on the shelf. Oh, my gosh. And it looks nice. And the, the bits are so nice. Like, it mm. really is nice. But it's a three. Even though I own it, it's a three. It's fine. Yeah, I'm right there. Three.
0: God, I mean... If somebody said, hey, do you want to play Scythe? No. I would say (laughs) absolutely not. I have no desire to play it. Even if somebody said, oh, let's try this. I mean, because I one of those expansions, they were like, oh, it has some different winning conditions. And it it was like air balloons or something. I don't even remember what it was. And That's the last time I played it. And I was like, this is still just... Not a good game. And I'm almost, I'm almost saying I'd be miserable to play this game, Ooh. but I don't think I'm that oh. close. I'll give it a two. Yeah. But boy, it's it, it I have zero desire to ever play it again.
1: A two so. with a ref, a tear and a reflection of Jamie Stegmeyer's face. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. What's next? All right.
0: Well, now, speaking of a great game, this game was number one on Board Game Geek for a long, long time, and that is Twilight Struggle. This game is awesome. Oh.
1: <sighs> Wow! Look, he look at. Did you see him pull that out? Like he just well, did Chad it. gets to do it all the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I, I, I feel does, like
3: J, Chad does do it more than us. Yes. This, this is true. <laughs> I feel like uh,
1: we got more people to drop f <laughs> bombs on the Slack this week too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I just played this game with uh, with Joe Farrell. Uh, I just played it this week, and uh, it was a great game. I was happy, happy, happy to play it. Yeah. It ended in a thermonuclear war for me, but. Oh, boy. I know. You got to watch that. Uh, you do. And you, it, like, I just had a hand of cards where they, unfortunately, they just dovetailed into another where, like, you have to play this card, which triggers into this card, which mm. makes you discard this card. And then, mm. and then he, and we were at two already. And yeah. Uh, Well,
0: just, yeah. I mean, yeah. You it wasn't you good. I don't know what you're doing. No, yeah, I, I know. It's my yeah. No, it, it is. Certainly the more you play it, the it, it even changes the more you play it because yep. then you'll start to know what cards to watch out for and what yep. you're doing. And, but it's, it's spectacular. I mean, yep. it is, uh, there is a reason why this is still the number war, number one war game. And mm-hmm. it was number one on board game geek for so long is it is just, it's, it's really a perfect game. I mean, I love Imperial struggle and other card games and other games that are like this, but it is still the pure great game.
3: I'm excited to see the the shortened version. The is yes, it the Horn of Africa the sea. or yeah, Red see one. Yeah, yeah. So because
1: it can't take a while. Even, that's the thing. That for me, that's, that's why, why it, it comes in at a, at a four for me. Just because the the length of it doesn't. For a game. It, yeah, it it starts to if if you're evenly matched, it, it starts to feel nearly as long as Imperial Struggle can be. But once you learn the game, it's a little bit quicker, but not much. I will say. Uh, over imperial struggle, like twilight struggle, has me swearing more because you get that hand of cards <laughs> and you're like, God, girl, oh, I don't want to play this card. Well, and I remember when yeah. you and I, Clef, first first played it, you were like, I don't want cards that are good for my opponent in uh, my hand. I, I don't want to play a game like that.
0: And I use because I didn't understand it. Now yep. that I understand how just how that works, you know, it just makes it. It's it's. It's so good. Yeah. It's it's so you have to work with playing those cards and you have to deal with those swings and you got to think your opponent has to deal with the same thing. Yep. So I mean, yeah. It's right. it it is it's a six for me. I I have to give it a six. It is. I mean, I own two copies of it. You do. <laughs> that's, <too. laughs> that's, <true>. that's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with
1: a five. All
0: right. Number twelve is going to be War of the Ring, a Second Edition.
1: I played it.
3: I know my brother-in-law. That's his favorite game. Um, I don't care about Lord of the Rings, so I don't get into that part of it. And the game's long two-player game so it's a it's a three for me
1: i'm gonna give it a four just because a i know it a little only slightly better and i like it i like the theme a lot and i feel like this game is about the theme i mean the uh, closest uh, analogous game is star wars rebellion and you're doing a lot of the same thing there but everybody always talks about how much it feels like the story in this um yeah I, I need to try to get my family. I don't know if it'll happen, but I need to try to see if I can set it up on a table and play multiple sessions of the same game uh, and get my family to enjoy it because they love the story. They would love the thematic uh, trappings of it. Uh, Yeah, Uh, it's, it's definitely a four in my book. It might rise higher if I can get more people to play.
0: I've never gotten a chance to play it. I mean, I'd be willing to. I mean, obviously, I love the theme. Um, I mean, you it's might actually game. like yeah. it. You actually, would maybe yeah. because it is a very, much, yeah. a it is, yeah, very and, much a war game with yeah. dice. Very
1: much a war game. So yeah, I think yeah. you would actually th- like
0: th- it. It's one I think I should get to the table and try. So, uh, it's kinda, it's it's expensive to get now, or
1: it's not that pricey. No, you know okay. what would be interesting, and this is coming out now, and I uh, I don't know, I can't speak to it. I don't know enough about it, but they're having a. A card game of it so that moves quicker too yeah. because it is a long game. But like, uh, the War of the Rings card game might be interesting depending on the if it's units or how it works. I yeah, don't know, I know how it's going to work, but I the board
3: game is like 60 70 bucks, it's not that expensive. Okay. All right,
0: yeah. yeah, I might give it a shot because yeah, I love obviously I love the theme. I'm I'm even I think I'm more excited for the Lord of the Rings series than I am the new Game of Thrones series. Mm. I, I just by the previews, I think that it, I don't know why it just and maybe who knows. Yeah, Hopefully, we'll they're, both Hopefully the they're both amazing. The positive thing I can
1: say about that is that supposedly with the Lord of the Rings series, they've already got all of it mapped out, which that always seems to me like a better thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh I wish they would have had Game of Thrones all mapped yeah, out before sure. they got to that last season. <laughs> me too. Um Okay, so number 11. Getting close here, guys. Number 11, um I am shocked that this game is this high. I did not realize it. I mean, I don't know where it is currently yeah, right now. Yeah, who knows where it is then? Where it is currently. But, uh, and this is our good friend, uh, Jamie, favorite game, Spirit
3: Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. It may be a little bit higher. I know it's done well. Okay. Yeah. So I,
1: well, Very I still popular. really
0: want to get a play of this. I so here's the thing. Here. I,
1: I will play it with you guys. I do not think that you will enjoy it. it feels like some more complicated uh mechanisms i do like the hand management type thing with spirit island but i feel like it's some more complicated mechanisms with uh the pandemic formula over the top i love how it turns colonialism on its head don't get me wrong i like that a Mm -hmm. lot however i don't think you will love it as a game and the only way that i'm going to play it with you two is separately because seriously, I don't think you I want think, to play it as a three player. Yeah, game. I don't think you guys. I think you guys would both be miserable if I played it as a three player as opposed mm. to two player. Mm. So
3: sometimes it's fun though to tear apart the game that Chad brought and taught. <laughs> yeah, when Chad spends extra time
0: working on the
1: teach, that's real fun. <laughs> anyway,
3: <laughs>
0: uh, it is for us. Can't rate it. Never played it.
1: Yeah, same. Uh, I've only had a couple plays, and that's been solo. So I'm gonna say a three.
0: Okay. Number 10, Alexander Pfister's best game, Great Western Trail. And as, as far as I can tell, this is the original version of Great Western Trail. I don't know if they have a separate entry in here for the second edition or oh, not. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, like I have they not do looked. all these other things. I haven't noticed it. But they don't
3: really change anything um, in the game. Who though, knows? So I, don't,
1: I don't even uh, know if we I have it. I actually
0: think it does change quite a bit.
1: Well, we we might have done this so long ago that the second edition wasn't. Yeah. That is Could true as well.
0: Um, I finally decided the other day. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna break down and eventually get the. You're second edition. You're gonna get the edition. second edition, just because I do like. I don't. I hate the graphic design, yeah. but I do like how they've changed some things with the buildings and some and how the map is. The, I think the it's, route th- that everything. is better. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I. There's a few things, and I like the. I like the cow. Uh, that you can upgrade. I think that's just a huge sure. thing. And I'm looking forward to how since the uh, expansion for the second edition is They're now to redo out, that. Yeah. yeah. How they'll change that. I'm, I'm, if, I'm that interested if that, that part so. has
3: changed significantly, then yeah. I would that would make me consider buying the second uh, edition.
0: However, I, I decided this the other day and I, and I even told Joe Farrell this and I couldn't find it. It was nowhere to be found to be able to purchase. So oh yeah, know, yeah. So hmm. I don't know if they're just out of it or what. Uh, oh, I know the the, the Argentina the, yeah, one is even available
1: soon. for demo at Gen Con as we speak? I saw
0: that. I did see that yeah, they so have. I'm excited for
1: those, those other two so. as well.
0: So yeah. Well, we should have somebody at uh, that we have on the on the on location on location there. Take us some pictures of that Argentina. Yeah, I'd be we interested should. to see some stuff there. So okay. okay. Uh, there's obviously six. No, no questions
1: for me. Yeah, six, six. So, okay.
0: Number nine, uh, Mister Ben Maddox's favorite game, uh, through the ages: A new story of civilization. So this is that the second edition one there. Oh.
3: I haven't played. I have the app, and I've gone through the tutorial. But the problem is, I usually do that in bed, and then I wake up, and my phone is, you know, hit when my phone hits me in the face. So
1: <laughs> I have not played it. <laughs> I just like to see that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. Boom. Uh, I am gonna. I'm gonna say a three. I've only played it once, and we we had just were talking about fiddly games. It feels like with all the discs, because we're talking about board games. We're not talking about the video implementation. Uh, That's it, right. No video games, board uh, games. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, it feels pretty darn fiddly uh, in that respect. Uh, but I get, I respect the the story that it tells. But again, off of my one play, I'm going to call it a three. Uh,
0: I, I two. Um, yeah. I feel bad. I have not played it in a very 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 long time, and I'm just. Yeah. I need to play it again to see what all the hype is because I know a lot of people play it and love it. But boy, it just it didn't do anything for me the times i played it. All right. Number seven. Nope, sorry, number eight, Star Wars Rebellion. I
1: haven't played it. I haven't played it. It's a great game. I, I mean, okay. honestly, like if you like Star Wars at all, it's a great game. It feels like Uh, of the ring and i've played this more times than i have war of the ring and i have more friends who are into star wars so uh i still am going to give it a four but it could go up to a five it's it's a good game
3: okay
0: all right number seven uh we were talking about its uh, predecessor here just a little bit ago this is now gaia project so obviously, Chad, your favorite game of all time.
1: This is funny because when when we had that trivia questions at our at our uh, board game con, um, I didn't even realize this, but Joe knew it, and that's a, my number one has never changed since when we started, mm. and it was always I, Guy Project. I don't think he's yeah. going
3: to be there next year. I don't
0: Ooh. know, Chad. He doesn't, if he doesn't, he doesn't,
3: if you don't have an eighteen XX as your number one, it would, when we do the top one hundred again. I think you should be banned. He's goading me. Ooh, he's goading <laughs> Andrew's me. Andrew's going to ban him. I think him from, Andrew should ban from, you from, from
0: 18XX. Yeah, the, uh, the 18XX call. Yeah. 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 So I he, agree. Andrew, I what happened? ban Chad
1: from 18XX. Richie, if he doesn't man, we'll go. His, <laughs> Richie made this statement, and then he had to back it up. And so now he just came up with this
2: alternate
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, that gets us out like, of it, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, right,
3: exactly. I think he should be banned. Uh, as much as you talk about 18XX and how little you talk about Guy Project, it should be a true number. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: All right. So uh, this is a solid six for me.
1: That's why I don't have to evangelize about Gaia Project. You guys never talk about sixes in eighteen XX. That's why I have to talk about it. Mm, anyway, I don't know about that. Gaia Project is a six. All right. is a six yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Number six is Twilight Imperium Fourth Edition.
3: I played it once. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I taught you. You <laughs> I know
1: I've gone back to it. I would play it again though. I'm not it didn't I wasn't sad. It's a three for me. You know, like it's a three for me. I yeah. would not play
3: it again just because I don't want to learn the rules again.
0: <laughs> um I this is going to be the nostalgic part of me because of the, the love that I have had for this game. I will say it's a four for me, just simply based on the fact that, you know, I've had so much love hmm. of the game in the past and there was a there was a little bit of me at pp when they were playing it and they played it two days in a row yeah and i was like "Ooh, i should get in on that and then i was like smacked myself and said you, know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> said you get jealous when yeah, i see Corey that, so, and the boys playing it.' and yeah, i'm like oh yeah. i do want in on that because yeah. that would be fun yeah. but i i just don't i don't want to go through the teach yeah
0: well, so, well i don't i don't even bother the teach it's just the six to Plus hours to play yeah, the game, the time, you know, yes. and, you know, I just, yeah.
1: Just well, played. you guys spent probably six hours playing Dune, keep in mind. But anyway. Well, uh, we had a lot of meetings. So.
3: <laughs> yeah. <We had laughs> it was... out the <laughs>
0: You know what's sad is the next time we play that, it's no uh, way no is it we, ever going to no. live up to that no, game. No, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> it's just
1: never going to live up to You guys are in the meetings. You just can't <laughs> skip lunch, guys. Uh, okay, so... Basically, I I would say, I'm curious, Clef, because Gen Con's going on right now as we speak. Did you ask our best friend, Corey, to get the rolling right?
0: There's a Twilight Imperium rolling right. Yeah, you didn't see that, like no, Twilight
1: inscriptum or something might like that. I
0: haven't thought. Oh my god,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it is
1: a big thing. Like, a, is it only uh, three hours? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I, it is a craziest thing. But honestly, like I saw pictures. the 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 line for that rolling ride is like oh, out the door. Oh, ah, crazy! Anyway,
0: uh, all right, number five is Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion.
3: Uh, this, is, this is the only Gloomhaven I've played, and this is one that I have not gone back to. And we've, we've been playing it at four-player. We've, we've done two sessions of it, but I have had no desire to go back to it. It's fine. I like the card play in it, but ultimately, like, the scenarios just take too long for me, for what the game is. Uh, so it would be a three for me.
1: Same. I still own it and I should probably play it with my family, uh, because I think maybe, maybe they would like it. I, I played it with a friend who liked it and we just never got back to it. Um so yeah, I'm gonna give it a three as well.
0: So what's the difference between Gloomhaven and Jaws of the Lion?
1: It introduces the rules very slowly instead of giving you all the ones at once. It it makes plus it- you have the campaign book instead of having to do
3: all the different tiles and stuff huge. which that's very cool huge
1: yes. like you just set open the book instead of getting all those tiles yep. out okay very just, big
0: i've i've never played the, the the jaws of the lion i played mm. bloomhaven once but so i i won't rate it but i'm assuming it would probably be
1: fairly low for me so. it would yeah
0: all right uh all right mr chad c's favorite game here in number four good old terraforming mars well, we're probably one of the few podcasts in the world that really just <laughs> don't, like, don't this like this game. Um, uh, I don't like the engine building of the five thousand cards.
3: Um, in person, I've only played uh, it once, and it was just—it was not an ideal. And Clef brought in extra players at midnight when he shouldn't have. It's true. <laughs> he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have done um, that. He shouldn't have done I have played the app though as well. Also boring. Mm. I, it's just, it's just a one. Ooh, I don't want to play Miserable. It. It's a one.
1: Oh. Uh, so here's the thing. I, and I'll let you guys help me out with this. I still own my copy. And the reason I think I still own my copy. Wow. I know. The reason I still think I own my copy is because of the nice player boards and one of the expansions, the pre, like the Prelude expansion, not the other crap like Venus and whatever. I still own it. What does that mean I have to give it?
3: It means you're a hoarder. Do you you do need you to sell it. it.
1: <laughs> no, I it? haven't.
3: I haven't. I really haven't. <laughs> no, and you don't want to play.
1: I, I would, you rather, I, I would play, rather play underwater cities before I play that yeah I oh think you're just God. bad at selling board games you need to just move that out I have out. sold board games by the way I've been pretty good about it like mm-hmm. I should you give Josh well, that I'm list obviously not good enough not lately <laughs> <Terraforming laughs> that's how it works okay well <laughs> that so would, that means you could two. sell it easily I'm going <laughs> to give it a two fine I'll give Terraforming Mars yeah. a two
0: yeah, uh, I'm, I don't know I'm miserable I'm going to go with Richie it's a one I'm it's sorry one. Chad I love you. It's just not. We do my like game. Chad. Chad but, is. It? I love Chad. Really? I, he's, yeah. He's, he's, but you know, just uh, hey, not you know all what? games if are for we everybody. We've all had the same but opinion it, on games. It I, would like be boring, Ar- I like I like Arc Nova. That's his so, like number
3: yep. two now. or yeah. Something. Oh. So. Yep. There you go.
0: I, how? <laughs> I don't. With Chad and I were talking about this before we started the podcast. I understand how Chad says, you know, I like it because it is a heavier game that he can play with his wife. Yeah, I like the theme. Work yeah, with yeah. Jessica but and everything. I, I, it's, but as a as a gamer who, when you, I mean, you would not say, "Hey, Chad Cleff, let's play Arc Nova tonight." No,
3: I'm not so, gonna play. But I also as, wouldn't say, "Let's play Crokinole tonight." Well, with Well, I
0: understand. I just am surprised that people regard this game as highly as they do. When I okay,
1: this, I think I, th- up I I will here, say so. I do think Clef is a little bit biased because he has a lot of animal allergies. So I just <laughs> I think that's partially there. Well, you want to you'll elephants never and see what titas. happens when I get around a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: moving on. Number three, which we've all just discussed, is now actually moved to number two. But number three at this time was Brass Birmingham. I mean, we've already discussed it. I mean, it's still a six, six. for me. Yep, yep. Okay, yep. number two is Pandemic Legacy Season 1. That uh, would be a solid, I'll give it a two. I wasn't miserable the one time I played it. It was, you know, hanging out, having a good time. Same, same. Fun, but uh, yeah.
3: so Yeah, I mean, overall, like a three. I mean, for what it is, like, as far as, like, board gaming as a whole, it's probably like a five, you know, what what it did as far as like legacy games and like doing one something of the new. better legacy games. Definitely. Yeah. Uh but yeah, my overall experience on it, i will probably give it a three.
0: Uh and finally for our last game, uh, Gloomhaven, which obviously not anything different much than the Jaws of the Lion. I mean no, uh, I was flat miserable playing this game the one time I played it. It is a one for me. It's just just not my style of game. Mm. I just don't enjoy anything to do with dungeon crawls or Slaying skeletons and goblins and hobgoblins and half goblins and you know I like watching it on TV, but I don't like playing it.
1: So because this is a uh, because this is the bigger version we just talked about setup, this episode was a big deal. I'm gonna say it's a two. That's how it's different for me. I don't want to do the setup and I don't want to go through that. I would play the other smaller version.
3: Yeah, I have not. I haven't officially played it, so I'm not gonna rate it. But yeah, the setup would be the, a big turnoff for me.
1: We've done it! Whoa!
0: Italy that felt like took a, a <laughs> marathon. <laughs> I don't know how many. <laughs> no, I mean, it's <laughs> five
1: fortnights. Yeah, so, it's been a while. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to
0: actually, because I obviously still have this 100, I'm interested to go look and see how different it
1: is. Oh, my gosh.
0: I mean, obviously, we know will, Arc
1: Nova's way We'll talk about that and, in a few years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. We're not doing this for a while. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, next episode, we actually should probably update our 2021 because we said we would oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, we keep talking yeah, about do that. doing we, we that, Yeah, We say yes. it, and we forget yep. it.
0: So if we say it on record- We'll actually yep, do it. We'll as long as it. we remember that we Probably said it on record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, Corey or Joe will remind us and say, hey, what's yep. happening here? Yeah, no, yep. But we'll try. We'll try to for sure get that in our next episode. Uh, just a real quick update on our uh, top tens from uh, 2021. Yeah,
1: great. Well, Punch Punch, thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for being patient with us. We always, always appreciate having you as listeners. It makes doing this thing mean that much to us. Take care of yourselves, and please take care of each other.
0: Everybody have a good night.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com, you can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise.
3: Okay, stop the music hard! I want you to cut it out board! Okay, wow. It's time to pick. And my friend, I do not
0: envy you at all. Who's your number one pick, huh? Well, I, I don't know. What about three? Huh? You like the way his little muscles popped out? It's not his muscles, though. Ah, sure. I mean, we goose him a little bit. <laughs> they, you expect us to believe that they're real bodies? What are you doing? They're goosed, okay? They're in goose suits. You happy? It's a goose suit. Oh, my God. Goose suit. It's an old circus term. That's why we say goose suit, okay? That's why we say it. Yeah, but why? Because it's an old circus term. So where are we, huh? What are we thinking? I'm thinking this is... Who's the best little bot? I'm thinking... Who's a carved beef? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is the... Who's your carved ham up here? Who's carved up? What are we thinking? I'm thinking this is not a regular Tuesday for me. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> all right, stop the music. Stop the music. All right, look, look, you have to pick, all right? You're killing these kids. Is it gonna be Little Goliath? Is it gonna be Troll Boy? Troll boy. No, nah, no, not Troll Boy. It's not going to be Troll Boy. We're not doing Troll Boy, all right?
2: I mean, you get that, right, Troll Boy? You get why it can't be you? Yeah, okay, see? You can't be him. This can't be Troll Boy.